Welcome to Present Super Show. How about it, folks? And we're here talking about the XFL and the four games this week. I'm excited for it. I know you are, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Seattle Sea Dragons on the road down there in Texas against the Arlington Renegades. And this is a game that's really about posturing. Both teams must win. Arlington coming off a real heartbreaking loss. But they're staying in the state of Texas. And they're going up against a Seattle team that's high on the hog, feeling good, but did have a close contest against the Orlando Guardians. This game really is a matchup of who wants it more. And that is a common theme. But on Friday, 6 p.m. Central Time, Seattle Sea Dragons roll in Arlington and steal the win against a really tough, really physical Arlington Renegades defense. But their offense is way too stagnant for me to get behind them now. This late in the season, a 10-week season before the playoffs. Saturday comes around, and early afternoon, we have San Antonio Brahmas in Vegas taking on the Vipers, who are just, at this point, playing for their jobs, playing to still be around next year. You know what I mean? So you're not replaced with the you know players that don't get into the NFL from college this upcoming year and so on and so forth, other guys in the NFL that aren't making teams. I'm going to have to go with Vegas here. I'm not really sold on San Antonio being really that good. I think Arlington, San Antonio, Vegas, and Orlando are in that bottom tier of teams. And it's just like, who's just fighting for this? Salvaging their pretty much spot on the roster. Give me Vegas to win at home. Um, They really need a win. Coach needs a win. This this team needs to feel that 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 breath of life again. And I think they get it here. I like Vegas in that game. When you really look outside looking in, they have a lot of talent. And it's just been hard for them to put it together. Going up to DC, we knew that wasn't gonna work. Um and you know at home against uh St. Louis, they they just didn't have it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just kind of been a bumpy ride for them, but I do like them against San Antonio. I think San Antonio is playing well. I think it's going to be a close game. I think this is a much better matchup for Vegas than it was against, uh, St. Louis because St. Louis, um, you know, really, really peaking and Vegas just caught them at the wrong time. I still have a lot of questions about these two teams, San Antonio and Vegas. We'll talk about that in the power rankings. D.C. defenders go down to Orlando to face the Guardians uh, at night on Saturday this weekend. And D.C. is just on a roll. The defenders are too good right now. You know, no one's going to stop this D.C. team right now but themselves. And uh, Houston is just, you know, I'll get to them next. But they're... They're losing some key players, and they're not looking 
comfortable anymore. Like three weeks ago, Houston was the team to beat. Now, it, it's changed. After that loss Houston took to Seattle, it's just been downhill really fast, rapidly. So, this week, um, I'm sticking to my guns here. I, I got to go with the D.C. defenders. Jordan Tamu playing for that MVP spot, even though I think that A.J. McCarron has them beat right now. But we'll see. There's three weeks left. I think that, you know, it's going to be a battle between those two. Maybe, you know, a receiver or two, you know. But there's there's a, there's quite a few good receivers. And um, they're, they're getting their shine on. Uh, I like the D.C. defenders, you know, to roll here. I think Orlando plays, you know, confident, but but they they use two different quarterbacks that hasn't uh, fermented, and that it's it's all sporadic, all over the place. The play calling's ugly. Uh, the coaches can't rein it in, and even when they're doing good, it's like they're playing from behind. St. Louis Battlehawks go down into Houston, a Houston team that's reeling. And St. Louis is really confident right now. They'll make some, you know, mistakes. They'll have a few errors, but they'll come out with the win there. They'll come out with the victory. And everybody can say what they want about, you know, AJ McCarron and him not being able to hack it in the NFL. But right here in the XFL, he's doing the dang thing. You know what I mean? Like he's getting it done. He's doing what they're asking him to do. The game is slowed down enough, and it's not a slow game, but it's slowed down enough to where he can capitalize like he did in college. And he's getting, you know, to the point where, hey, he's going to get another shot in the NFL, you feel like. So I'm really, you know, excited uh, for the XFL to finish out the season strong, and I hope they really do. Uh, Set the stage for the USFL. Because I'm really excited to talk about the USFL too. Now I'm 18 and 6. 18 wins and 6 losses overall on head-to-head picks. You have my head-to-head picks for this week. Let's come back all together after a quick break. And we're going to talk about the power rankings. Give, give, Give you the rankings right in order. Bullet points. Bam, bam, bam. Flashpoint. Bam, bam, bam. And then uh, I'm going to hit you with... The pick'em selections from the XFL official app where they have a pick'em game weekly. And I'm currently ranked 275 on the leaderboard. And there's potential for me to still get on that front page of the leaderboard. And I hope there is for you too. Listen to my picks. Fade. Follow. Do what you like. I'll be right back. I used to give you the power rankings before, a few days ahead of my picks. Now I do it all at once. That way I'm more excited. And it's a, you know, a nice flow through the podcast. Makes it easier for me and for you. And I have a lot of fun doing this. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with me. 
Let's go to the power rankings and then the pick'em selections, and I'll even talk about why. If you're still doing the pick'em selections, you're still alive in the contest. You're still alive in the hunt. All right, let's go. XFL power rankings. As of week seven, the beginning of week seven, before the games, gave you my picks. Number one team right now in the XFL are the DC Defenders. And they have to be because the number one reason they are good on both sides of the ball. Offense and defense, folks. They're not missing right now. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I've watched a lot of football. They're a complete team as it gets. Even their special teams has a few surprises. Now, number two. This is a close number two. Like right there. St. Louis Battlehawks show some love to the Midwest, baby. St. Louis Battlehawks. This is a team. It's the St. Louis Rams used to be there. Taken away. Gone. Here comes the Battlehawks. Not too many downs for this team. There's a lot of positives here. MVP candidate at quarterback, A.J. McCarron. Good running game. Two different backs. Good wide receiver core. They stay together and stay focused. And the defense is really good. Up front, they're really good. If they can slow you down, it's a long day playing St. Louis right now. Now, number three, I'm going to show respect and admiration for the Houston Roughnecks. Let's show them some love because I'm telling you right now, they're not they're not out of it. This is a team, in my opinion, they're still going to go make the playoffs, compete well, have a chance to upset now because now they're not looked at as the favorite. They I don't I don't think they have it because one of their best receivers went down. A couple defenders are out now that uh, were really helping them power through. Uh, some of those other losses they had earlier this year. Look, it, it, anything can happen. It's football. It's a team sport. Guys rally behind other guys. I still like this Houston team, but they got to play better up front. Offensive line's falling apart, uh, but they're number three right now because they're still holding their own, in my opinion. Now, number four is where it gets tricky because you're like, uh, who do we throw at number four? Well... I think it's safe to say the fourth best team is the Seattle Sea Dragons. They have the coolest colors. Now, outside of that, they have the best receiving core. On top of that, they have running backs that are hungry to prove themselves. Their defense is stout, but their secondary is lacking. So they're going to have some issues. That's why they're at number four, because they still have room for improvement everywhere. Special teams is is, uh, hit or miss with them, in my opinion. Now, number five is not clear cut. Because it's really between the San Antonio Brahmas and the Arlington Renegades. Week five, the Arlington Renegades go and beat the San Antonio Brahmas. Then there's motivation. The next week, 
go down the road, they flip stadiums, go down the road, San Antonio spoils the party. Who's better? Who's really better? Arlington can distance themselves this week a little bit if they beat Seattle. I don't think they will. San Antonio is still unpredictable, wild, but a formidable opponent. I like Vegas still this week. Just because of everything around Vegas right now, I still think that there's a will, there's a way. And the game's in Vegas, which I really think helps them right now. It's going to be a little bit of a of a home field feeling for them. And that they need that. And it's going to help them, I'm telling you. Now, the Seattle Sea Dragons going into Arlington and playing against a really tough Arlington defense at first is like a daunting task. And after a little bit, Danucci is going to break through. And, and they're going to have success. But who, who does that leave at number five then? Because Vegas is a bar below. They're not going to make the playoffs. The Guardians, they're a bar below. They're not going to make the playoffs. But they could still win a game or two. Or three. I mean, they, I guess they could win three games. But they'd be hard. But let's just say this week. There's opportunities out there. To make a good impression for next year. And for guys to finish off this year strong. So what do you got to do? You got to win. Got to compete hard. Number five on Preston's power rankings is the Arlington Renegades. Despite the drama, they still held San Antonio to little points. And despite the rest of that, when you put pressure on that quarterback for San Antonio, he just freezes up. Arlington's going to have to decide who their quarterback's going to be. But we know who San Antonio's quarterback is, and I'm afraid that that is also not going to play well for them. So they end up being number six. Now, number seven is the Vegas Vipers. That's fair to say, with Rod Woodson trying his best. Number eight is just a team that spiraled out of control. A little bit like Vegas in, in a lot of ways. Just a coach that you you want to see him do well, but it's just not happening for him, and, and the team's not rallying around him. So that would be the Orlando Guardians at the bottom of the barrel of Preston's power rankings. I'll be right back. So here's how it works for those of you that are caring or playing the Pick'em game on the XFL official app or care to just hear the picks and see if that helps you with like player props where you're getting them at. So, and excuse me, uh, let's start with number one. I'm not going to read you word for word what it tells you about both teams. I'm going to give you my picks. There's eight picks this week, week seven. Then I'm going to give you my parlay. This week's parlay, I took three of those picks and put them in there. Because I love those as for sure locks. Now, number one. Seattle's wide receivers, Pearson and Gordon, over 
or under 115 and a half receiving yards. I'm hitting the over for 50. That'll pay out 100. Seattle. Over or under 290 and a half total yards. I'm going over for the second question on that total yardage. Place the 50, pays out 100. Third question, Jeff Bodette from the Vegas Vipers, over or under half a touchdown. So he's got to get one or or he'd have to get none if he took the under. I think he's going to get at least one, at least. And uh, I think that Vegas has the capability to put themselves in a position to win that game, like I said. I think they will. I think it's going to be because because of guys like Jeff Bodette. So for the third question, I put 50 on that, pays out 100. Jeff Bodette over half a touchdown. That means he gets one or more. Fourth question. Vegas Vipers score over or under 16 and a half points this week against the San Antonio Brownless. I love the over, but I'm only going to place a small wager. 25 on that pays 50. Fifth question, defenders wide receiver Lucky Jackson, one of the best in the XFL, on the DC defenders, over or under 65 and a half receiving yards, he's going over, place a 50 on that, pays out 100. Guardians wide receiver Cody Latimer, played in the NFL, over or under, four and a half receptions, under, 25 on that. Pays out 50 because he's on Orlando and their quarterback situation sketch. Um, I mean, it, that one is the trickiest one, in my opinion. That's That will be the toughest one this week. Seventh question, Battlehawks QB, A.J. McCarron, over or under one touchdown. Or, I mean, half a touchdown. So he's got to get one for you to win, or he's got to get none if you take the over. I mean, the under. If you take the over, he, he's got to get one or more. If he gets one, you win. I'm taking the over. Only putting 25 on it because I'm not, you know what I mean? I've, I've almost spent out what they allow you to put out of the money they give you. So, Battlehawks, Darius Shepard, over or under 25 and a half kick return yards. Now, he's averaging about 29 is what it says. So, I think it's over. Over 25 and a half, even if he's like at 26, that's perfect, right? So that's 25 on that pays out 50. Now the parlay, hit you with the quick parlay, and we're rolling out of here. Uh, toss you the hidden gem, because you love that. Seattle's Pearson and Gordon over under. I went with the over, 115 uh, receiving yards. Jeff Bodette, throw that on the parlay as my second piece over half a touchdown and the third piece to the parlay for plus 700 odds and a payout of 240 is dc defenders wide receiver lucky jackson over 65 and a half receiving yards those are my picks hope you enjoyed them that was preston's super show we are in season five it's been a beautiful thing uh episode 22 here and we just keep rolling along thank you for your support um 
let's go with the hidden gem that we all can get behind right now a good something good to watch and everybody just they want to see they need to see it and everybody's been sitting around all week waiting for the hidden gem i know i know how it can be believe me we all know how that hidden gem comes around and you're like "Ooh, i wasn't expecting that one that was the one you tossed at me like whoa hey oh hidden gem this week Da-na-na-na-na. 10 questions for the Dalai Lama documentary it came out in 2006. It's an hour and 26 minutes over on Tubi or wherever else you can find it. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Peace and blessings to you all coming up to the end of March. Uh, well, there's so much in store. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed to the show. Go over to oddmanout.ninja. Plenty of news, cool things to read, cool things to go to in the vault over there. You'll have a lot of fun with that. Stay subscribed for all my reviews, movie, game, and even when I hit you with the pics over there so you know what's going on. In case you missed it on the podcast, you can catch it right there. So, other than that, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37-4.